from San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Today is part four in our series, Marriage Through the Years, Work-Life Balance. And as we start today's show, listen to this quote from Gary Keller. He said, work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. The other four balls, family, health, friends, and integrity are made of glass. If you drop one of these, it will be irrevocably scuffed, nicked, or perhaps even shatter. Ooh little bit heavy mm -hmm. to start the show, but just something to think about as we're talking around this concept of work-life balance. And we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family whose marriage has experienced breakthrough. And this week's hug is brought to you by Figs. And we're going to be sharing more about how this company is dressing the medical industry later on in the show. The hug comes from an email message that we received that says, starts with, my husband and I were reflecting on our experience at the one conference. Mm. Your conference far exceeded our expectations. I personally know how hard it is to put on an event like this with original content and meaningful handouts. So much work. And you did all this and then got up in front of all of us to bear a bit of your souls for our benefit truly extraordinary. Mm. We really needed this event for our marriage. The tools we took away are immediately actionable and your stories and the stories from the other couples were so real, so relatable. It's good to know we aren't alone in the struggles. It also opened up doors for conversations that we needed to have. Thank you both for sharing your Saturday with us, helping us repair our marriage mm. and challenging us to really invest in our relationship and also those around us. Oh, I love it. I love it. Hey, and if you want to learn more about an upcoming event, one conference, we have other things that are going on, go to oneliveevents.com. Mm -hmm. Oh, so good. So good. As we've been moving our way through this series about marriage through the years and, and not looking at it from a linear standpoint of, you know, this is year one, this is year seven, this is year 15, but really looking at what are those different seasons? Mm -hmm. You know, when we talk about going through the years, what are those different seasons that couples go through? And we started this series with part one, which was newlywed, right? Talking about the very beginning of married life. Part two was the child rearing years. Mm -hmm. What happens when all of those other tiny humans come into your world and shift the dynamic between husband and wife. And then part three last week was our conversation around the chore war um, mm -hmm. and, and that tug of war that often happens with couples when it comes to everything from dishes to vacuuming to childcare to yard work and auto maintenance and how to navigate that as a couple. And in today's show, we're talking, this is part four, and we're talking about this thing called work-life balance, you know, which sometimes seems so elusive. Yeah. And then how often have we heard it? And do we actually even live that? Mm -hmm. And there's all kinds of emotions that are evoked when that word comes to mind. And, and what does it mean within the concept of marriage? And, you know, the, the word balance, just from like the most basic definition is an even distribution of weight, enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady. And so my immediate thought is like all of the scales, like the teeter totter and, and things like that. And, but when we add in this phrase work life, 
which is, you know, a tremendous buzzword Mm -hmm. in today's day and age, this whole idea of something being evenly distributed becomes hard because, you know, the amount of time that so many of you spend at work versus the amount of time that you spend with your family. For most of us, that scale is never balanced. Mm -hmm. Right. Or if you're the stay at home parent, what does your workload look like as opposed to the parent or the spouse that goes out into the like those things don't always fall evenly on the scale. Correct. And this idea of balance too, I think in the age of social media. So Tony and I have been married almost 23 years. Mm -hmm. We met and married prior to social media being a thing. Right. Right. We defined a lot of things for ourselves. It wasn't, you know, Pinterest or Instagram saying, you know, this is what a happy couple's vacation looks like, or this is what date night is supposed to look like. And so we, we were in a lot of respects, I think fortunate to craft our marriage without all of these other inputs. Correct. Oh, I, I agree with you 100%. And even in today's world, I think those, um, those visuals and what we see, you and I even see, tug at that. And mm-hmm. what does healthy work-life balance look at? You know, don't forget, at this point now, we've been on social media, You and I'm just saying this to you, is that it's been over 10 years now. Which blows my mind. That we've been on social media. So it's impacted us in our marriage, even though we may have started our marriage without it being there. Absolutely. And, you know, as we talk about social media and its influence and, and what that looks like around this concept of work-life balance, I just want to throw out you know, a couple of questions as we start this, that maybe what balance looks like for you and your spouse is going to be different than Susie down the street or Tom who sits in the office next to you. You're not, let me be real clear, you're not the same person that those other people are. You don't have the same marriage dynamic. Mm-hmm. that they do. And that, you know, the other question I wanted to ask you, is it possible that Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram and all of these other things have made you question what you're capable of so that maybe you feel more out of balance because you're trying to be someone else instead of really looking at your marriage, looking at the two of you and saying, how are we equipped to do our life together? And I would even say in the season you're in, because there was a time when Elise and I were newlyweds, mm-hmm. early married, and we both had work jobs. Like we worked outside of the home. And I remember each of us, we lived at the time in Loma Linda, a small community by Redlands in the Inland Empire. For those of you who know Southern California, that's where we started our married life. Actually, we started in Palm Desert, but that's all another story. Anyways, there was a lot of driving going on. Let me just yes. say that we would, we would wake up at four, four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. I would drive Elisa to orange County and then I would head over to LA to then spend, we would spend a full day working to then come back, pick her up and then head up to 91. And this is 91 before it had the express lanes. So we would sit in traffic and we would get home probably about six, seven o'clock at night, barely have any time to really wind down per se, we would sit on the couch, maybe eat a little something and we would fall asleep. And I would, I would say that we were, if you look at a work life balance, even though we had that time in the car together, that wasn't really like quality time. Elisa was usually sleeping after a long day. There wasn't really much we wanted to say to each other. And so we would just have music on and we would go Mm -hmm. to now. I feel like for us in our marriage, we do. Now, for some people, 
they may look at us and go, no way do you have that. And others may look at us and go, oh my gosh, you guys have great work-life mm-hmm. balance. And yet that's all perception. And what we even think we're, where we're at compared to where we see others doing. Absolutely. And I'm so glad you said that because that, that I think is at the core of this word and the struggle that so many people have is that, that we've allowed other people to define what our work-life balance should look like, mm-hmm. right? What, what, you know, if it's working eight hours and then coming home and spending three hours together as a family and, and doing all of, you know, things on Saturday together or whatnot. I mean, like Tony said, people look at our lives. We've got two teenagers who are very active. We've, you know, running a business. We podcast a few times a week. We're volunteers at our church. We've got friends that we want to do life with. And some people may be, and we've even heard this from our kids. Don't you think you're doing too much? And the truth is some days, yes. Mm-hmm. But that's about our balance as a marriage. It's not about what somebody else is telling me that I need to add or subtract to be in balance. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it comes down to what's the vision that the two of you have for your marriage and how are you both doing, uh, doing this both in the workforce and at home to create that vision. Right. We don't just we don't just go into our jobs and we have a vision for what our, our position's supposed to be and, and we go live out that vision and then we get to come home and we're like, Yeah, you know, I don't need a vision. We have to have a vision for our lives, not just for one aspect of our life. And and it's it comes down to when we talk about this thing called balance, that your priorities may not actually always get to be the priority because of the schedule or the season or maybe even sick kids. Mm, yeah. You know, sometimes there's always that thing that says, um, and I'm just going to paraphrase it, you know, show me your calendar and I'll tell you what your priorities are. Now, you could look at somebody's calendar and you could see that they have to be at the office from nine to nine today. And you could be like, wow, wow. I thought you said you valued your family, but man, you know, you're going to be gone all day. Well, the reality is, is that that person may be in a season where, you know, it's end of quarter and they have to take care of all the accounting. And that does mean that they're going to be there nine to nine, not because they love their family any less, but because their job provides for their family. And in this season, the demands are higher for them to get that deadline done. Yeah. And, and I just want to make clear here, we should have said this even at the beginning. And I think Elisa alluded to this is that we're not talking about work-life balance being that, Hey, you're working 40, 50 hours on your business or at your job or your side hustle that you have on top of your full-time business and then trying to match that at mm-hmm. home with your spouse, with your kids. Because I think if we see it that way, we're going we're gonna to be tweaked. What We're not going to be able to live up to a standard that, would, that any of us could say we do that because Elisa and I don't do that. And we work together, and I would say we don't do that. Many a times, I'm in my area working, she's in her area working. We come together at certain times during the day, yes, but just like many of you who, you know, you're doing your thing, that's what we're doing here as well. Mm-hmm. It's not like we, we, it's not like Elise and I sit next to each other and work eight hours a day together. It would honestly drive me crazy. I love my wife. And yet we have different ways that we do what we need to do and get done. So that way we can have the, I would say the life side of the balance right? where we get to go on our walk and talks. We get to do our coffee breaks. We get to just go out and do date nights. We get to take and, and be intimate and romance each other and do our intimacy lifestyle. You know, those types of things. 
it's really taking that vision that the two of you have for your marriage and figuring out how do we do this together? It's sitting down and looking at, you know, what are those areas that really matter to us? If it's, if it's dinner time together, does every meal need to be made from scratch? Right. That may be, you know, you may be taxing yourself to go, oh my gosh, but I'm not giving my kids a healthy meal because I didn't make it from scratch. And then somebody else is going, yeah, but you put food on the table. Sometimes it's just a matter of getting food on the table or, you know, does the laundry always have to get put away or could you bring more calm and peace and a sense of balance into your life? If you're just like, you know what, everybody takes their pile. If it gets into their room, it's in their room. I can close the door. You you have to be in that place Mm -hmm. of saying, what do we want? What do we want this life, our life to look like? And we know that there are that there are some of you that are in jobs that you're on call, you're in this first responder world, you're in the military. And we know that you have a little less say in what that looks like. Or like us, there are a lot of you in that are self-employed. You work together, that type of thing. So you work from home. The lines are a little bit blurry between where work stops and where your life begins. Yeah. And Elise has mentioned a number of times, and even more recently in some past episodes, we've been talking about vision. We've been really trying to cast this vision at this time of the year when, you know, kids are going into school. It's a, it, it's a new beginning for, for many of us in the sense that they're going to school. We're doing our new thing um, in the sense that we're coming up to the end of the year. And Elise has been mentioned many a times about vision. Mm. And so how do you set that up? Because I think if you don't know how to set that up or have a vision together, even for a quarter or for uh, half the year, whatever it may be, you're going to maybe fall a little shy of where you want to go because you don't know where you're going as a married couple. You got to be on that same path. You need to know what it, what it means. So we have this awesome planner called the power of vision planner. So if you want to get your vision set up, pick up this five page action planner and you can go to one slash power of vision. I will also have that link here in the episode notes for you guys. And that's just one of the strategies that we do want to discuss and equip you guys with, because a lot of times that you do start with the vision, right? We, we can't put action into place unless we know where we're going or, or you just kind of go in circles and you spin around. And that's not the only strategy that we want to discuss with you. But first we want to thank this week's sponsor and that is figs. And you know, we can all agree that nurses, doctors, dentists, and other medical professionals are awesome. And we're so grateful for what they do. But sometimes the scrubs that they wear don't make them feel as amazing or as important as they really are. Figs is an amazing company that is making scrubs both stylish and functional for the people who deserve it the most. No more ugly and uncomfortable scrubs. Now these these super important people can wear scrubs that are both fashionable and have places to hold all of their life-saving tools. In Fig Scrubs, medical professionals can look their best, feel their best, and perform their best every day. And, you know, they're more than just scrubs because you guys know, I mean, we're behind this microphone all the time. Tony and I are not in the medical world. Nope. But we love what this company is doing and we love the quality of their clothes. Because like I, I have a hoodie, my fix hoodie. I love it. It like lives in my car so that I've always got it at ha- on hand. You do. It's perfect. It's perfect for, you know, cool nights on the beach. It's perfect for, you know, early morning running to the gym. I love it. Yeah. And I love my super soft under scrub t-shirt. It's great. It's perfect. Again, it's something that I can use when we're out at the beach or more likely when the winter comes, it's going to be my undershirt. Absolutely. So whether you're one of the awesome humans that works in healthcare or someone that wants to say thanks to these deserving folks, Fix is going to make it easy 
by providing you with 15% off your first purchase using code one. Get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com. That's W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S.com and enter code one at checkout. So we've been using this word balance, right? And, and I mentioned at the top of the show, balance really brings to mind for me this idea of, you know, the teeter-totter mm. at the playground, yeah. the weighted scales. You know, if one side goes up, then the other side must go down. See, and you think that way, and I think of our body in balance. And so what ends up happening when our body is out of balance? You know, what happens when you're on, you know, when you get up on one leg, you have to sort of shift your body a little to make sure that you're in balance, which is different than when you're on two feet on a steady ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, one of the things that I love about doing the show with Tony is that we, we don't have these conversations before we get behind the mics with you guys. So the insights that come up during the show, this is real time. Mm-hmm. Right. This oh, yeah. this is how conversations happen in marriage. And, you know, as we're talking about this idea of balance, you know, whether we're talking about standing on one foot or we're talking about the teeter totter, we don't have to be in this place of of struggling to find our balance. Right. Of If one mm-hmm. side goes up, the other side must go down. It, it was interesting preparing for this show. I realized that it's not about balance. We don't have to use that word. We don't have to think in terms of one up, one down. But what happens if we actually talk about work-life alignment? Mm. And if you look at the word alignment, if you break that down, it's being in line with, right? What if we started making choices around work and life? And, and I mentioned those a couple other balls at the beginning of the show, that the health and the integrity and friends. Mm. What if we started looking at those things in line with the vision and the priorities, Instead of like, oh, well, I've got to be the best employee and the best spouse. Well, yes. How does that work? It being in line with your vision. If you have a... Yeah. Just what popped into my head as soon as you said that. And I love that word so much more that if we had work-life alignment. So when you're in a vehicle and you're out of alignment, your your steering wheel usually will shake. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not always a shake, but it could be a shake because one tire is off or it could be that it pulls to the left or pulls to the right. And there's going to be wear on a tire too. You will see a physical manifestation of the misalignment. And so when you said that, it was just sort of like, wow, what ends up happening if we're just aligned in our marriages. So there isn't no shake. There isn't a pull. There isn't a physical manifestation of the misalignment that is happening. And we can see those physical misalignments. You know, it comes up in stress. It can come up in, we've talked about, you know, overuse of alcohol, possibly into drugs, could be into pornography. It could be into these different areas. It could be into isolation. It could be, you know, into, you know, I'm getting away from everybody, mm. you know? So I just, I love that word. And I think each of us can see that and go, are we aligned? Mm-hmm. You know, in another, another example I would think about is Elise and I go to a chiropractor half for many years. And there are definitely times when I'm like, oh, I just don't feel aligned. So we'll call up Dr. Matt. Dr. Matt, can you get us in? Yep, go in there. You know, he sits us down and we go through that process. And he goes through the process of making sure that from our feet to our head, there is a physical alignment. Hmm. 
I love how brilliant my husband is. Just how he takes one <laughs> word, takes one word. And, and that's, that's the beauty of looking at this, right? That, that we start to, we start to challenge the words that are common in our vocabulary. You know, work-life balance, it's everywhere. I mean, I, I did a search. And I can't remember how many millions of articles. I think it was over a billion. It, it was crazy. It was, you know, talking about work-life balance and people struggling to find it and, and how do you find it and all this kind of stuff. And, and I actually didn't Google work-life alignment to see if that was even a thing. But here in the one family, we're going to make it a thing. Because again, you guys go and take that vision. You know what your vision is. You know where you want to be. Because without vision, you're just doing the day to day. When you have that long term vision of, you know what, in 50 years, we want to be the couple that has, you know, this legacy of grandkids. We want to be the couple that, you know, has traveled together. We want to be the couple that is pouring into other couples. I don't know what your long term vision is. You get to decide that, not Tony and Elisa. But when you have that long-term vision for your marriage, it becomes a lot easier to, to bring all of your aspects of life mm-hmm. into alignment with that. It's making the decision, you know what, if I want to be married to Tony when I'm in my 80s and like still able to keep up with him, then what I do now physically in terms of exercise matters because I want my body to be able to move when I'm 80, 90 years old. I want it to be able to move too. I want to be able to get you in those positions. Hello, position of the month club. Hey, there you go. <laughs> exactly. You know, if it's, if it's, we want to have this emotional connection, then what I do now, the, the text that I sent to Tony, what I choose to say to him and about him matters now. How I spend my time matters now. And so you start to realize that it's not just, I'm making a decision about like, am I going to stay late at the office? Or I'm going to go out with my friends instead of spending time with my husband or, or I'm going to, you know, run the kids to 25 different activities this week and we're not going to have time to connect because all we're doing is playing taxi driver. Every, everything, everything can be brought into alignment if we're willing to make that choice. Mm-hmm. Balance, balance feels like a reactive word to me, right? That, that it, we're, we're at the whim of what's going on. Like, oh, your boss needs to stay late. You're out of, you're out of, you're out of balance. Or, or, you know, we've got six activities, you know, I'm, I'm out of balance because we committed to all this. Alignment feels, alignment feels empowering because it, it, when you're choosing to be in alignment, you actually have to make a conscious decision. Going back to Tony's analogy about the tires, right? When your tires are out of alignment, you can't wish them back in. You can't just, I mean, you, as soon as you started to say that, my vision was, because I've had my tires out of alignment in the past, it's how much extra effort goes into bringing them into, bringing the car into alignment, but you can't keep that up. You have to take it in. You have to physically do something different to be in alignment. And that's the same thing that's true with, with the work-life relationship, right? It, it has to do with how, how you spend time with your kids. It has to, to be all these things. And it, you have to remember your alignment is not going to look like your neighbors or your best friends or the person that you don't know, but they show up on your Instagram feed. What is alignment for you and your spouse is yours. Don't worry about somebody that posts 25 pictures to their Instagram stories in a day or always looks like, you know, they, they walked out, you know, they've spent 20 hours at the gym just today or, you know, hair and makeup is perfect. That's their alignment. That's their life. 
If your life is, you know, crumbs on your leg because you've got somebody that's, you know, that size and they're wiping their hands on you all day long, or you know what, you're processing paperwork because your job required you to look at 20 reports today, that's you. Embrace your life, embrace your choices and become empowered to say, how do we create alignment together? Yeah. And as I think about this, there are many areas or, and I should say with, with the different intimacies, intimacies we have in our marriage. And so as we look at our different intimacies, you know, emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy, recreational intimacy, um, financial intimacy, sexual intimacy, which one of those in your marriage right now would you say is out of alignment? Because let's start in one. It's really difficult. And and for me anyways, maybe not for you. And yet for, for myself and Elisa, when one is out of alignment, it's easier for us to focus in on that one than try to focus in on all five. There are times when our emotional intimacy is out of alignment and we are having difficult conversations. We cannot agree on things. We cannot see eye to eye. There are terse words. The, the, the inflection, the, the volume gets raised. And so we need to get that into alignment. Maybe it's your sexual intimacy. Maybe you've just been putting it off. Maybe you started the intimacy lifestyle. Maybe you've started a seven days of sex challenge. And it's just sort of like, ah, that didn't work out. So it's not going to work. There's a, there's a misalignment. So look at one of those right now. Look at those right now, because as you can focus in on one of them and get that one in alignment, the next one can go into an alignment. And the next one, it's like when I go to my chiropractor, he has a, he he has a way of making sure that he starts from my feet to my head. He's moving in a direction. He doesn't, he doesn't go out of place. He doesn't go to my feet and then to my head and then to the middle of my back and then back to my knees. He just, he flows. And for you and in your marriage, there's one that may need to happen now. So, you know, as you go this week, as you go into this week and you're looking at your work-life balance, we want you to change that and look at your work-life alignment. So what is the alignment that is happening and what does it need to look like in your marriage? And number two, I'm going to say it, do not compare yourself and your marriage to others. You have an amazing marriage. You have an amazing spouse. Pull out the gold. Focus in on that. Get yourself aligned. Get together aligned. And I'm telling you, when you do that and you have vision, pick up the vision of uh, Power of Vision Planner. When you have those together, it's amazing what will happen in your marriage. We love you guys. Make sure you join us next week for part five in our Marriage Through the Year series where we talk about moving day. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we will catch you next week. Love you guys. 